Andrew Rice. <laughs> I'm Luke Summerhays. <laughs> I'm James G. Miles. James the Jaster Stewart. And I'm Merce. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Magnamalo. <laughs> The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the. Its face exudes a fearsome malice, and its hide is as tough as armor, as if it were the physical manifestation of the grudges of fallen warriors. The purple gas that rises from its body when it eats other monsters is called Hellfire, and it makes Magnamalo's already ferocious attacks even more destructive. A grudge towards all life, given form in flame, stalks unsuspecting creatures that it seeks to maim. Its prey turns round to face it, preferring a hero's death, knowing that this purple fire I did not know that's where the hellfire that's that is metal as hell <laughs> I did know that and you are correct it is metal as hell <laughs> I really like the Magmado I think he's cool as shit but I really into samurai so of course yeah. I do <laughs> flagship boys flagship the flagship yeah yeah flagship boys it's almost like we deliberately made an effort for all five of us to get together again for the flagship (laughs) (laughs) i wish that's how it worked really do (laughs) yeah i mean the flagship monsters like one thing they always try to do i think from a design aspect is make sure that it's a cool design um initially though and i don't know if i'm alone in this when Magnamalo was revealed, I was a little bit, a little bit, you know, I wasn't as hyped as I expected I would be. Like when I saw the lights of like, um, you know, like when I first saw Mizutsune or, or Glavinus from, from Generation, mm. I was like, oh, those are cool monsters. Magnamalo, I thought, yeah, pretty, pretty cool, but he just seems like a Zenogre in many ways. I'm not sure if I'm digging this. <laughs> you bring up like um, everybody compares him to that, and he's like, as like he is in a way. Dog and, and, and I suppose I'll talk about my actual my, my, my thoughts on him in game compared to when it was the, the mm. uh, first reveal. But yeah, I was a little bit a little bit sour on him initially when he got revealed. I don't know if you guys felt that. I'm in, not. Sure. I'm not with you, but I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't say that I've ever had my excitement dampened when it comes to him. I thought he just seemed like a cool monster, and that was sort of it. I mean, I, I don't watch that much pre-stuff, mm-hmm. so, you know, maybe that helped for me, but, yeah. Actually, fine to me. you know what, I'll go and say it. Just from, like, seeing him in advance, I was more excited by him than I was Nogigante. I, I mean, I like that. I think I'd agree with that as well. I look at him and think, what a cool guy. Because you've got that, like, like the, the air of mystery, like around him as well, like the trailers. He was like something. But I mean, made him like, really interesting. But from if you have any amount of Monster Hunter experience, you know he's not going to turn out to be the core. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just interesting but, to see yeah, the way it goes. I know it's always going to be the same, but like it's still like air of it. It's fun seeing how they get there. 
So yeah, I mean, I was, as I said, a little bit, a little bit sour on Magamalo initially, and I, I would be the opposite of yourself, Luke, and that I was, I, I thought Nairi Gandhi was more visually appealing, like threatening looking. I was like, oh shit, that's going to be an insane fit. Whereas I didn't get that initial impression from Magamalo, but when you actually square off against them in game. And you see him like flipping all flipping all over the place. Not when even he's like, not even when he's just like chomping like on a monster like in two trailers. Or something. Yeah, I mean, nah, we've seen that big. before though, haven't we? Like, like, like it is big, but like Devil does done that. Like, you know, like we, yeah. turf wars mm. are a thing that we've been kind of exposed to since World. So that wasn't mm. if that had been you know if we hadn't had turf wars before, that would have been like oh shit, he's interacting with another monster. That's insane. Yeah, Whereas that makes sense. you know. It didn't blow me away or anything, but like when I actually came to seeing him in game and like like having the whole fight and the way he moves and impactfully is, uh, yeah, com- complete, completely so. I think what like what Jas is talking about the air of mystery was definitely a big part of it for me when he first the first look at him we get in that trailer he's like slowly emerging from the mist he's got clear samurai influence he's like a big hulking beast he's just a very different kind of flagship monster. Um, and I can understand people are used to the flagship monster being like a flying dragon thing, but I think the fact that he's so different, but yet sure initially it's a little bit like, oh, oh he's like a Zenoka. They're like, well, he's he's not like any other flagship, and I think that works in his favour. Yeah, I would I would almost disagree with that. I think the flagships they tend to steer away from the flag, or at least fifty fifty. Like, yeah, we'll get some flying wyverns, but. Will often get quite an interesting um, and unique monster design, you know, like Zenogre or Lagiacris or Nerigante for that aspect as well. I mean, yeah, but um, Nerigante is still a big winged dragon. Valstrax is a big winged dragon. At least one of the Fated Four was Astalos. Um, mm-hmm. Who's the spiky boy? Sergios. Sergios, yep. Yeah. Obviously, Rathalos was the original uh, flagship monster. And in the West, <laughs> Rathalos is always the fucking flagship monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe I'm thinking more around kind of like the third gen. And then like your Elder Dragons. Third gen, I think, made also made an effort to be a bit different, yeah. And this is, in in some aspects, a callback to the third gen, isn't it? This this whole... This Very much Rise. so, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, direct, the director of Rise is the director of Trouble Is he? Right, so there we go. Yeah. Ah, so you're saying he's found it in the... <laughs> 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 no, like... And say he's phoning it, and it's just like it's clear influence. He's to, to, you know, to do like a kind of pole, so he's gone, a oh, polar yeah, opposite to Zenoga. Like, like he likes what he likes. <laughs> no, 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 it was Friday. You know, he, he was he just wanted to turn it in, crack <laughs> up with the weekend, and we can't blame him for that. Sure, okay, Andy. I'm sure you've made this exact same joke about another monster before in the past, Andy. Oh, Andy says that about everything. Speaking of yeah. speaking of phoning it. <laughs> It's how I work in life. Andy, it's all about phoning in. Andy assumes everyone else lives life the way he does, which is phoning in absolutely everything. Yep. When he's in bed with a woman, he just hands her a phone. He's like, look, it's on vibrate. I'm going to call you. Sort yourself out. Jeez, that is inspired. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to keep it in. I think that was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, kind of, kind of touched upon it there, but like the the fight with the Magnamalo is, uh, I'd say one of the game's best. Like from a challenge aspect, from what he actually does. Um, I spoke back on the Bishoten episode about when Bishoten, you know, started flipping all over the place, um, like and how his movement 
you know, kind of seemed to be on par with the Hunters in this game, how impressed I was with that. Um, I'd say Magnum Al was very similar in that regard, mm-hmm. in that he keeps up with you, your wire bug doesn't allow you to totally walk all over the monsters it might do with other monsters in the game, um, and it feels like a real showdown. You've got to be really careful of the Hellfire Blight, and, you know, having to use your wire bugs, not just for dodging, but just to get that buff, that, that debuff off you. Um, and, of course, he hits, like, a damn truck as well. Um, it, it all just boils up to being a, I'd say, from a fight aspect, potentially the best in the game. It's definitely the best there. Yeah. Because he's, he's big and strong and imposing, but he's still, like, nimble and fast-moving. Yeah. I feel like, as well, like, no so matter how many times I've, like, you fight him, like, never fast weapons early on. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a throw combo and move together. I also, I really like that he's got, like, the power of a flagship monster or an elder dragon but because he's he's got no like he can't fly he can't swim he has anything like that feels like he stays and fights you quite a lot yeah in the same way we're talking about with tetranodon like one of the things that's great about him is that he will just stand his ground and you've got to deal with him i don't think of magnamalo as someone who runs away a lot yeah there's a real um <clears throat> tempo aspect to the fight he's got you on the ragged edge the whole time which is also Mm. a reflection on the monster itself right because it is possibly the most aggressive monster in well it's certainly a contender for most aggressive monster of any monster hunter game i would assume like it's it's a relentless fight so it's a difficult to you know it always feels like you're not necessarily on the back foot as such but you have to react it's an it's a difficult fight to like plan for especially Mm. when you're soloing it yeah it feels like he's um because like in terms of the plot right the idea is that he's just following the rampage because it's a way that loads of his prey is just making a nice line lighting up as a buffet for him, basically. <laughs> yeah, all you, all you can have buffet for <laughs> Like conga line, just like that. Just make a meme of like Homer and force-fed all the donuts, but it's <laughs> Malo just eating all the monsters. But yeah, it makes sense that he's just like, every other monster there is on the rampage because they've been like driven insane by mm. um, Ibushi. He's just there because that's what he's like. He's always on the rampage. I do like as well that, you know, Mushroom are kind of talking about how he always kind of keep you on the back foot for the majority of the fight. And even in the parts where he's not in your face, he's still pressuring you. Like, he'll do those kind of, like, slow-moving fireballs that he emits from his tail, you know, just kind of feeling you out or, or, you know, making sure you can't even really rest when you're trying to heal. And then, of course, if you do get some distance, he'll try and punish you with the big kind of swirling fire beam that he shoots out from his, from his tail as well. So... Um, I think it's a you know a, a great fight, and I suppose it kind of plays into um, maybe what they're trying to go from for a design ass point, which we'll come to later, I'm sure. Um, but they really nailed this guy; we really did. Well, yeah, a, a huge part of like samurai culture, right, is that you just never back down. Mm-hmm. Like um, mm-hmm. samurai armor deliberately is open at the back because if you turn away from your enemy, you deserve to die. So often it's really armoured at the front and you've just got like ropes holding it together at the back. Makes sense, like, yeah, because even with Magnamalo, even when Magnamalo like powers up, when he's doing the power up state and then still, you think, oh, here's an opening. But he usually powers up and does an you know, AOE tiny sliver of his face. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, like, honestly, he, he, isn't, like, it's not safe. <laughs> like, it's usually not safe to be there. The fight is designed that the only place to be is in his face fighting him. Mm. It's just you and him going at it. I like the colour. Yeah. Hellfire. It's a cool colour. It's a cool effect. <laughs> seems uh, to I like accentuate it's a, yeah, a little bit different right a purplish colour you don't see it so much yeah exactly but it's, it's like, like a, the, the monster Taika Waititi with design it's a malicious purple right it's, yeah it's a spicy one. Oh, um also yeah the two like major samurai colours are red and blue 
and he's both. I just figured out that's probably mm-hmm. that's probably deliberate. In like every every great samurai conflict throughout history, it's always been like one red side and one blue side. I do like how the the hellfire on his body, you know, turns from that kind of that menacing purple to a more like intense kind of pinky purple as mm. like the as he like powers up and he heats up literally. Um, I do He's enjoy on seeing fire. That. He is on fire, and you know, visually that's that's reflected in there as well. Uh, just another neat touch. In terms of mechanically. Like, Hellfire is pretty much just Blast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's different. Like, I know the, um, you can dash, you can use the Y-Bug to get rid of it is a nice little touch, but other than that... Well, it's not just to get rid of it, you, 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 you place your own Hellfire or, like, Blast and you do it. When you've got a Hellfire weapon, right, that's how it works. No, you can do that. No, 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 you can do it. Oh, with when, the when norm, you've been Hellfired? Yeah, yeah, you can do it normally. That was oh, all cool. through the hunt. Just like, just, like they've got a threshold. Like, oh, nice. If you had that. What is the Hellfire buff you get from the the weapons? Though, because that is a thing. I don't know what it does. No, it's not from the weapons. It's, the, it's literally yeah as a skill. So you monster. I think my favorite part of the monsters like visual design is probably that his head, how it comes across as a helmet on a, on, a, on a samurai. Yeah, um, it's very mm-hmm. very cool with the big fangs mm-hmm. as well, like the side part. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, a lot of samurai, the big thing about samurai armor is the point of it is to make it um, make yourself distinct, so that when you do something cool in battle, everyone knows it was you. So that's why they all have like stupid antlers and like big fake beards and scowling faces and monster horns. Um, every, samurai wants to have a really distinctive armor, so that if he kills an important enemy, everyone knows he did it, and then he'll get the rewards. And yeah, Magnamalo, he looks very distinctive, and he's got his distinctive armor because he wants you to know that he's you know the biggest baddest dog in town. I thought we were, I thought it'd be more. I, I, I didn't know it was to create a fame or infamy rather, but I thought it was more of an intimidation factor. It's for. a bit of that. It's a bit of that too. But yeah, it was really important to be unique um, mm. because like promotions and everything in battle would be based on you personally achieving like an important kill or something. I know we've spoken about how it's you know very clearly a samurai de- uh, influence design, but is there any yokai that? So um, well? it's not necessarily a yokai, but it's based on like samurai ghosts from Japanese mythology and folklore and stuff. Um, so like if there's a ghost of a samurai it would look like a just like a haunted suit of armor walking right mm. um, and then anytime you see ghosts in Japanese fiction they're surrounded by um, foxfire by like will of the wisps mm. which is the floating yeah. hellfire that floats around him um, mm. I think even in something like uh, Ace Attorney or Ghost Trick when you see a ghost they've got like little balls of fire floating around them mm-hmm. um, and there's actually there's like a direct quote from Ichinose from an interview he says the main inspiration for Magnamalo came from samurai armor while not a yokai per se, an armoured samurai ghost is a well-known image, and we took this as the base for Magnamalo's design. That's why Magnamalo emits a gas from his body that looks like Onibi, the ghost light. And then, um, there's a, I don't know, if, like, what the origin of it is, but in Japanese fiction, there's a lot of these ideas of, like, all the different spirits of, like, a fallen army will coalesce into, like, this force of nature. Um, one of the mid-2000s Godzilla movies... Um, Godzilla's skeleton was haunted by the ghosts of Japanese World War II dead, and that was the new Godzilla. Um, so shit like that is a common theme. Um, so he's based on just like all the in normal mythology would be all the spirits of dead samurai will coalesce in this armor and like come and you know kill the shogun who betrayed them or whatever. Whereas here it's all the dead monsters he's eaten. Their power has like manifest itself in him, and he's like their ghost come back to haunt the hunter. That's he's very yeah. I fucking think this monster. Why <laughs> well, I love rice. Oh. Uh, so it, it just comes from like, so magma just comes from like, uh, I think it's Spanish. 
for like great and then Marlow is just like rage. He's just like this great rage. And the Japanese name is uh, Magai Magado. So it's just like a the same name sort of thing. So yeah, he's just great there. malice. Yeah, yeah. Great great malice or great evil is the deal with his name. Yeah, he's like cold like his nickname's under the barbarous beast. Yeah. The interesting part is not his name, it's the name of the actual the rampage. Because the Japanese name is like the like the the Knight of a Thousand Wyverns or something, and it's based on yeah. the the Knight of a Thousand Yokai from like mythology. And yeah, as I keep saying, I really want an actual version of that scroll that you see on the loading screen to hang on my wall. Mm. Man, I love this one point. They've got control of all the calligraphy. Yeah. One thing that I've I've enjoyed since they've um, they've added in Elder Dragons like post launch um, is how Magda Mallow just fucking goes for it in turf yeah. wars with them. Uh, it's really cool to see him, like, for example, like Kushala Deor or something, like flying in the sky and like Magamal just clinging onto it, like mm-hmm. all fire ablazing. It's just oh yeah, like his um like rocket and he, earth together. Yeah, grabs a flying monster and just makes them into a meteorite back down to earth. That's so it's cool, so cool. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll talk about a particular moment of Magamalo fighting a uh, Elder Dragons yes. on a future episode. But I was going to ask if we would uh... But yeah, it's 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 a great moment seeing him come back at the because obviously you always get that the first like boss monster and then it turns out oh no there's a bigger monster actually so it's nice to see him make an appearance when you fight mm. the true final boss because yeah he's I, I I actually do like um, the other two but I think Magnamalo has so much character and then his tail is kind of like a a sword slash axe slash spear and when you cut his tail off it does the glavenous thing of sticking into the ground. Yep. Is that us then? <laughs> It is, but I just had a, a great thought. What's that? He's a ti- he's a tiger, and his name means great. So he should be advertising Frosties. <laughs> did you have a great thought? Was there? that a great thought? Did, did you? <laughs> I think I did. Was that your magna thought of the day? I, I, I wish I wish Monster Hunter was popular enough that they would bring out a box of purple Frosties. <laughs> that would be oh, great. Oh. I would eat the shit out of them. I don't think they're going to taste great. <laughs> I might. Should I Photoshop up my own box and dump a load of blue food, purple food colouring into some frosties? <laughs> you go. go for it. I, I would happily see you do that. <laughs> I just shit purple for a month. <laughs> <laughs> and then you will turn into a Magnum Marlo yourself. An argument has broken out at Monster Mash HQ. Jash raises his voice and says, No, I'm through. It's not about whether a Kelby is a goat or a deer, but a much more serious argument, I fear. For the lads cannot decide whether one monster is a bat or whether it's closer to a panther, that dreaded big cat. Luke suddenly stands up and decides to end this debate. I know what exactly it is, lads. You'll love this, it's great. I. I Did reckon you this boy. our conversation? I, I reckon this boy is actually closer to a whale, possibly a beluga. But of course, this boy is a beast most unique, the mighty Nargakuga. So join us for that one. Oh, I was gone. <laughs> the fucking goat or the deer? Sorry, for the... What was the bit about the whale? Beluga yeah. whale. Whale. <laughs> possibly a beluga. Just to rain the fucking Nargakuga, isn't it? Oh, oh, I was gone at the fucking Kelby bit with the goat and deer. I was like, 
Oh, we didn't try to hold my fucking mouth closed, so I wouldn't laugh too much. Oh, actually, if 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 we um, had, have you is, is have you chimed in on the go to deer debate yet, Moss? Yeah, because we did Kelby in our uh, round. Oh, in the world, first. that's right. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Just wanted yeah, to think about that again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a small monsters episode for Rise eventually, and I think Kelby are in it. So <laughs> I think yeah. we can we can revisit that. All right, you should um ask the uh, ask. Uh, Oh, ask Sada. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Ask them. <laughs> but uh, until that great retreading of the Kelby debate, where can we be found? I mean, Bala will just say, it doesn't matter. I just like killing them. I like watching them die. <laughs> <laughs> we can be found on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Basically, anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find us by searching Monster Mash Podcast. And if you want to help encourage me to keep making these and to keep putting them online and, you know, just say thanks and maybe do something special or share it with the lads eventually, uh, you go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. And what should they tweet at Andyman949 this week, Moss? Um, pictures of sofas, but like, you know, normal sofas, not like weird ones that have USB ports in them because... I haven't even bought up my sofa this week. You bought that. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm thinking about it now and I'm just like, it, should, it shouldn't have a USB port in it, should it? So, yes, it should. No. It's great, great for charging your phone or iPad and such. Well, on that note, <laughs> catch you next time. See ya! Cheerio! Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a magna here and a marlow there. Magna, 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 magna. Bidding back, I've struck by a smooth magma. I said the road, Jack. Come back. More, no more, no more, no more. See, Andy wrote this quest description. Think you can finish the quest for me, please? <laughs> Excuse me? I can't do it. Where have I ever not done a quest? You give a big, I don't want to do the quest vibes every time we play this game. It's a management I give the vibe, sure, but I do it. Um, Chief executive for the hunt. Like, being there for the duration or actually contributing? Because... I stabbed the monster. (laughs) (laughs) Assistant to the hunter. Wow, I can't believe this character assassination that's going on. Assassination? You say best when you say nothing. Why have you suddenly become Sean Connery singing the hits? (laughs) Don't pretend that's an album you wouldn't buy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, day one. That smile on your face, and I should know that you be. Fucking hell, Andy, what happened? <laughs> <Way>. <laughs> Please finish the quest for me! Please! <laughs> <laughs> I know we're not meant to talk about the monster in this bit, but this is a fucking piece of the novel, right? No, I didn't. I just haven't fought one in a while, so I couldn't tell you. Oh, I fought a lot, so it's gonna be all kind of ending. Right. 
Um, it's definitely a, a, a Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> not, not I'm sure Corey's out of yeah, one, like and I hope it's going to be a different actor, so the scale makes absolutely no sense. I think it's at least five Sean Connery's of Five Sean Connery's out of Timothy Dalton. Out of Roger Moore. Best Bond sounds like a terrible discount shop. Did we all see Roger Moore? No, no be a Jazzy. Yeah. We both went for Timothy Dalton. Uh, <laughs> the best Bond, you know? Yeah, everything in there is glue with an ulterior purpose. But that just sells glue? You know, it's like spy glue. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> just, just sell Sean Connery's. <laughs> What's the ulterior? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so like spy glue, that thing we all know about. We're always That's why they call them prick sticks. <laughs> I hate it when I'm in the shower and a prick sticks peeping on me, spying on me. <laughs> yeah, very good. There we go, lads. That's uh, we've met our cock jokes quota for the week. <laughs> I went and followed Dennis Sharpstar, but now I'm back. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Death Sharp. Like Pitbull, man. You're so sharp. I ended up seeing a lot of the old um, thumbnails for Monster Mash episodes because I was scrolling back looking for an old. Um, Genie podcast on on Nintendo, and I saw Pitbull oh, yeah. turn up, and I completely forgot how often we used to bring him up in our podcasts. <laughs> I can assure you that my love for Pitbull has not waned. <laughs> it's not faded with time. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's grown stronger. He is timeless. So. Pitbull exists outside of what we can see for this time. First, there was Pitbull. Is he still is he still being Mr. Worldwide, even though we've not been able to travel due to COVID? I don't think you can give up the title of Mr. Worldwide. I think once you win it, you you get a prize. He won it! <laughs> How did he win it? <laughs> I, 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 I assume he had to defeat the previous Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> he was... Well, in these times, he, he just became Mr. Man. <laughs> like, like it's a fucking Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> Jess, that's where it comes from. <laughs> He was Mr. 305, he was Mr. Miami. And then when he started getting big, yeah, they renamed him. Why did you sound so serious when you said that? I don't know why the fuck I it's know like that. He's playing it cool, like it's a little bit of a joke. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I know that, but he, fan, no, he was, he was yeah. soothing when he said that. The, the idea that you'd have to explain that to anyone. <laughs> I... I cannot be here hearing someone be wrong about this. <laughs> My brain filled out your sentence totally differently, Randy, when you said oh, he's a big Pitbull fan. I heard big, big Pit, and I thought you were about to call him a big bitch. Indeed. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm always going around calling people that. <laughs> yeah, he's a big bitch. <laughs> like, whoa, that's a bit harsh. Where did that come I from? I mean, Andy? 
That would be harsh to most people, but compared to the stuff that I say to Andy on the reg, I don't think well, it would be out of order for him to call me a big bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, let's use the word for the first time. It was exciting. The first time in, in the, the, the B button press, I've used it for the X's and the A's. Oh, well, you finally figured out how to do that, have you? I'd, I'd already been hit twice, but... Teardrops keep falling on my head Now you're just making me want to watch Spider-Man 2. Yeah. What and is watching us! Watching! As we fly away! It's gonna be one of those hunt sections, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they're really pleasant audacity. to listen to for the uh... <laughs> It is now! Audacity waveform with just one massive bit of peaked audio there. <laughs> just <laughs> beautiful. Well, you went, went full Kroger. And I went, yep, yeah, you, you never go full Kroger. <laughs> <laughs>